0: Working class on DeerCast. We're sitting here. You could you could open your cold beverage. We're actually, if you want to know the truth, um, Lee somehow managed to be in the studio again. <laughs> like you're our most frequent guest of all time, and short sure out. But you're willing to help. Yep. And uh, you helped me hang some tree stands on a farm today. And we went and got lunch at the Depot in New Windsor. Shout out to the Depot, great place. And they have one dollar hams. On Wednesday that we're recording on, and Leah's never had a Hams, so we figured we'd uh, give a, a tribute to the older generation that grew up drinking a cold Hams in hunting camp, and I think that's what we're gonna do. Have you have you had a drink yet? Nope. All right, you gotta give us a quick review on your Hams. I think it's good. Not bad. I mean, it's a cold beer, right?
1: Yeah, it, I'd say it's b- between a Miller Light and a Bush Light, flavor wise.
0: It leans more towards the Miller Light, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, hey, we we hung some stands this morning. Feel pretty good about them.
1: I, I th- like I like the spots. I think they're. I think so. Dynamite.
0: Well, you and I got to talking kind of while uh, hanging stands, and we need we thought we'd talk about just generic, not generic. I guess maybe that's the term. Big buck stories, and then maybe a, a little bit of the ones that got away. Yep. Which is always like a fun, like wise tale. <laughs> but big,
1: big fish type stories.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And you have probably one of the better ones you are kind of telling me about this buck, And I think you've like told me about this deer in the past, but it's one of those deer that nobody should talk about if it's current and like current day. Yes. Fair?
1: Yeah, fair. It's one of those big ones that um, you don't hope gets away, but uh, got away from me. But break it down because you didn't
0: have like history with this thing, really.
1: <clears throat> no. So my full-time job, I'm a feed salesman um, and I was headed to visit a customer actually. And- I was driving down, not really an interstate, more a busy highway. I wouldn't Mm. call it an interstate, but um, it was a four lane, but, um, and I'm driving by this CRP field and out in the CRP field, um, it's the middle of the rut. Let me preface it with that. It's November 16th. And I like, you know, like most of us, I pay more attention to fields during the rut than I do the road. (laughs) Right. Um,
0: yeah. So Admi- out, admittedly, <laughs> yeah,
1: out in the CRP field, I see this buck and I lock up my brakes, pull over to the side of the road. I keep my binos in my truck all the time, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I actually had my bow with me that day because I was planning on going hunting that evening. Um, And this buck standing out there in the CRP field and I throw the binos up and I look at it. It's one of those you look at it for. You couldn't really hear that, but. <laughs> and, you, and you know. A split second, and it was like, well, that's a Mondo. You know, yeah, yeah. Probably one of the bigger deer I've ever seen on the hoof. How um, far
0: off, like the road, is he?
1: Um, Probably 100 to 150 yards, somewhere. So, right yeah.
0: There. So, you saw him with your bare, naked eye?
1: Yeah. I saw him bed- with my naked eye. Well, he was standing. Oh, I got you. By the time I got looped around he and pulled over to the side of the road, I watched him bed down by. Um, it was in a big CRP field um and there's like it was overgrown so there's like willow patches and stuff out there Mm -hmm. and i watched him bed down right by this willow patch and instantly i get on maps you know yeah and i start looking for the landowner well the landowner was actually like from it was a pair of brothers that owned it one was like south carolina and i can't remember the other state but one was an eastern state and one was a southern state Mm -hmm. and um so there's no looked up try to get the try to find their phone number couldn't find their phone number um and i noticed they owned a field across the gravel road and there was actually um an ag company was spreading fertilizer dry fertilizer um and i actually pulled into the field and stopped the spreader and he was like, "What's what's going on? You need help with anything?" And I said, "Well, no, I just need to know who owns this ground, or if you know the just guy that bothered farms this it. guy. work <laughs> yeah. working yeah. He, he was the deer was that big? Yeah, yeah, um, it's
0: worth bothering yeah. the guy spreading fertilizer.
1: Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if you know the landowners or if you know the guy that farms it, um, but if you know where he lives, could I, you know, get that information from you? And he said, like, "Yeah, he just lives right around the corner." So I I go to this guy's. House and I knock on the door and I'm like hey just uh, bothering everybody <laughs> just bothering everybody to try to get this deer killed Yeah, um I knock on the door and I'm like hey I know that you don't own the ground, but I see that you farm some ground that these guys um, Own you know can can you give me their number? Or can you give me permission? And he said well I have sole permission on all their you know I, I had, all like the ground. farm
0: lease a lot yep. of the farm leases come with a hunting
1: unless it's stated otherwise. unless it's stated otherwise yep. yeah, <clears throat> um but he's like, so technically I can give you permission. And he's like, what's going on? I said, well, there's this giant bedded out by the road. And he was like, he didn't know what a big deer was. Shout out thinking.
0: to you like, for being honest.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a, honesty is the best policy, man. It
0: is. It is. It definitely is. Yeah. But um, I, like, I think a lot of other people would have been like, no reason. I just want to know if I could hunt. Yeah. Or something, you know.
1: Yeah. And I, I figured, you know, it was just going to be a one-time ordeal because it was the middle of the rut. He was with a doe. I figured... He'd be there, and that was it. Yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead, you know? Um, so, I, I'm in jeans.
0: What a gold mine you just found.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it was a big deer. Obviously, I never got to
0: put a score to it, but... Like, what are we talking for the sake of this story now? Now that you got permission, how big is this deer, roughly? I would have said... Ballpark him. Humbly ballpark him.
1: I would have said close to the 200-inch mark. Okay. You know, from initially what I saw... I didn't spend a lot of time looking at him because I didn't want him to get buggy and take off. Right, um, just
0: see he's big and then find out if you can get on him.
1: Yeah, yep. Very fair. And that, in my head, that's what I thought. It was, he's, you know, when I put the binos up, I was like, that's a 200-incher, you mm-hmm. know. Um, couldn't see much detail, but just that he his frame was giant. So get permission, um, I'm in my cowboy boots, <laughs> blue jeans, and I had a camo sweatshirt in my truck, and I threw the camo sweatshirt on, <laughs> grabbed my bow, um, there's like a, the property butts up to a river and there's like a, a levee that runs right along the river. <clears throat> so I get on the backside of the levee and take it all the way down. The wind was out of the Northwest. It was on the South side. It okay. was on the South side of where the deer was bedded. So perfect. perfect. Yeah. Perfect setup for a spot in stock whitetail. You know, you don't, I don't remember what podcast it was, but well, you it's said, just you don't get opportunities. You often. don't, you don't hear Spot and stock whitetail in Iowa stories very
0: often. Yeah, not unless you're like whitetail adrenaline or one of them guys. Right. You know. Right. Yeah.
1: But anyways, I get to where I'm on the downwind side of where I saw him last, and the CRP is like oh mid thigh high, mm-hmm. not quite waist high, but higher than your knee. Yeah. And I he, so he's bedded by this willow patch, and I crawl to where I'm probably 60 yards from the willow patch, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down glass for a few minutes and see if I can pick up his tines in the, in the, uh, the CRP. And I sit there for probably five or 10 minutes and nothing. So I'm like, well, I've never, I've never, it was the first time I ever spot and stocked anything. So I really had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so I crawled another 20 yards and got to like 40 from the tree, the, um, willow patch that I saw embedded by that's in there. Yeah. I mean, it's in, that's in range at this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit up again. And I sat just on my butt and I glassed nothing, didn't see anything. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I would think the CRP is not that tall. I would think I'd see him. Yeah. So I was like, might as well go closer and see if I can get on him. Mm -hmm. Um, and I crawl to where I'm 22 yards from that willow patch. And I sit there and I sit down and he, Picks his head up, and I can basically see from his beams, like.
0: Did he hear you, or is he just doing a normal thing? No,
1: I think he was just picking his head up. He didn't hear me or nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> he he sat up with his head, and I could see his beams and up. And at this point, I'm like, whoa,
0: <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah, that you know? you're in the ball. You're like you're in the, in his house right yeah, yeah,
1: and you know I could actually see his antlers at that point, and it's like, okay, he is uh, what you thought he was. Freaking Mondo, you know. Yeah. Um. So like I said, November 16th, he's locked down with a doe. He's bedded. I can, he, I can see by the way he pivots his head and all that, that he's bedded broadside to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm at 22 yards, you know, I'm slam dunk range at this point. Yeah. And I sit there for probably, I don't know, 10 minutes. And I'm just like, come on, stand up. Like you got to, (laughs) Yeah. I'm right here. This is this close It's going to work. You've got to stand up for me. It's going to work. And I was a little bit Younger in my, you know, it was five years ago. A mm-hmm. um, little bit more impatient. Looking back now, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. If I could change things, I, I'd have just sat there and waited.
0: Until waited stood for him to up. stand up
1: naturally. Yep. So, but at the time, I get to my one knee because I'm thinking to myself, if he's bedded broadside, if I stand up, I can shoot him in his bed. Um, and <clears throat> so I I draw, and I stand up, and when I stand up there is a buck like 150 inch 10 bedded like five yards from me that was on that hot doe with him and he looked up at me and big old snort and up stood every deer there was the decent 10 pointer the big one a doe and six other small bucks all on this hot doe out in the middle of the crp and it was just the doe stood up and she didn't know what happened the buck stood up and when he stood up he pivoted facing away and stood there facing dead away from me and I'm full draw at 22 yards. And this is where my moral aptitude took over where, you know, do I take that shot? up through him, not knowing the area, if he runs onto a neighbor's not being able to get permission and that's really not the most
0: ethical thing. Right. You're you're going you're going for a the Hail Mary hoping a prayer. Right. You
1: know, cuz I figured that's uh, all once, you know, I'm, I'm never going to get hunt here again. Bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. I didn't. So I I he ended up spooking and running off. Um and they ran over to this patch and I ended up um there was like a finger of trees that came off of this tree patch and I ran over there and I actually sat there the rest of the night and almost every, the, the the 10 pointer and him um, every other buck except those two in the dough filtered back by me at
0: one point. No kidding. Except for him. Yep. Dang. Yeah. So. That's, what a story. Yeah. So you almost had... How big was Junk Brow? Junk Brow was 204. So was this was this buck bigger? I don't... Uh, so
1: Oh, here's a continuation. After I sat the rest of that night, um, I snuck out, got to my truck, and being that it, you know, I got that close, I went back to the guy's house to thank him for letting me go. And, and I was like, you know, maybe he'll just say yeah go ahead and hunt just the rest hun- of the time yeah because yeah. yeah. he told me that nobody hunts it so that's why he didn't care yeah so I asked him I was like well do you care if I like continue to hunt and try to kill him and he was like yeah I mean yeah I don't <laughs> nobody hunts it I don't care it's
0: like I don't care why you yeah. asking Why well, you don't need to ask like that's crazy do do? that's a gold mine yeah alone. yeah
1: so I went and hung um two tree stands excuse me and two cameras um hunted there a couple more times waited till right before shotgun season to pull the cameras um and had daylight pictures of him a couple more times um and actually uh one of the i've got a really cool set of pictures that um he was on a hot dough on november 26th or no 24th or 26th i can't remember i had pictures both those days i can't remember which day it was but yeah um he's on a hot dough so like just
0: like a week later pretty much
1: 10 days yeah yeah so he's on her, chasing her. She cuts off, and then he comes and poses right in front of the camera and just turns, gives you this angle, looks at the camera straight, mm. turns, gives you this angle. Um, Can we get those trucking pictures? Yeah, I'll send them to you. Like I said, it was five years ago. And Is I this hunted, buck
0: alive or dead?
1: I hunted the farm um, the next three years and never had another picture of him. Really? Yep.
0: Well, it was it just a random rut situation? <sighs> well... Or did he get popped and just like a I think silent he got, killer?
1: Yeah, I think he might have got shot that shotgun season. Um, oh, because people walked through there. I mean, it was my—I was the sole permission on the farm. you know, yeah, for, yeah. The, for that year. But I had pictures of people shotgun season going through there. Yeah, you don't know who like. Yeah, and it was an area that I've never <clears> hunted before. You know, I didn't know any anything about the area. I just yeah, no history. Just and,
0: a whim on a big buck. Yeah, it's a good story, man. That's a fun story. That's actually like a dream situation for the most part. It's like. You didn't have, like, you kind of went high risk. And you didn't have to worry about, like, boogering up a piece or yeah, pressuring a piece. and It just, didn't matter. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> you know. cool. It's like, oh, well, I can ask. The worst I can say is no or shoot you when you come up and think you're some sort of trespasser. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I've never, uh, I've never had a situation anywhere like that where I ran into a buck, like, on the side of the road or nothing like that. Yeah.
1: See, I'm a, I'm a traveling salesman, so, <clears throat> I mean.
0: You're driving a lot
1: six hours a day,
0: you know, five to six hours a day. I'm behind the wheel. Um, right. <clears throat> and, See, you know, I've I had it to the, I, I think I'd be like, somebody probably hunts that, especially in Iowa.
1: Yeah. So when I first started my job, I knocked on 55 doors my first year. Cause I moved, it was a new area that I'm not, I wasn't from and I didn't have any permission. And mm-hmm. uh, I knocked on 55 doors that first year. And that was my first year. Um, and that was the only property that I got a yes on. Out of fifty five. Out of fifty-five. The other fifty-four were sorry I hunt or it's leased or yeah. my kid hunts or my cousin hunts or whatever. But yeah. One out of fifty-five. <laughs> wow. And I actually named that deer fifty-five for that reason.
0: But, no kidding. Yeah. All right. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh that's a cool a cool statistic. Because I, I knock on some doors, but mostly it's like, oh, that piece looks interesting, or it's like more convenient or whatever and then i'll make like phone calls from there or you know it doesn't hurt to just knock on the door call a farmer like yeah um i called a farmer two years ago he just had one creek line not you know nothing crazy hey uh anybody hunt your creek line nope would you mind if i just put one stand down there like you know you won't even know i'm in there um, unless you see my stand or whatever and that'll be fine and like it's like wow really it was that easy so it doesn't hurt to ask. And it all depends on where you're at, too, you know. where Iowa I was, and Illinois are tough.
1: Yeah, and and where I was at in Iowa was, it was South Central Iowa, where I was asking most The hardest place farms, probably to the get. The hardest
0: place to get permission. Do you think South Central Iowa is become more of the, like, because it's always like Pike County, Illinois, it was like always the pocket. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they're not far, but what do you think's more... What do you think is harder to get grounded in now, like Pike County, Illinois, or do you think like South Central Iowa?
1: See, I, I don't know much about
0: Illinois. Pike,
1: Illinois in general, let alone Pike. I mean, I know that that was like part of the, what do you recall, I, Golden Triangle or yeah. whatever.
0: I don't know if it's the same, if it's looked at as a Golden Triangle anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But I know it's, from experience, it's very difficult to get permission <laughs> in South Central Iowa. <laughs> well, I,
0: I think probably what might make Illinois a little harder is we allow non-residents to draw buck tags every year. Yep. So that makes it tough, you know. And we have good friends like Jeremy Beck. It's like, dude, I would not want to try and get grounded in Illinois. It's just tough. Yeah. You know, you gotta be willing to do things you're not normally willing to do um, in some other states, you know. Right. But Indiana could be just as I just know Illinois as it's where we're we're from. Yeah. But like Indiana could be tough. The same thing. You can go buy anybody can go buy a buck tag. Mm-hmm. Ohio, I'm sure, is the same way. I'm sure Kentucky's tough early season because everybody wants to go kill like a Velvet buck, Kentucky and Tennessee. I don't know. Is that on your radar?
1: Killing a Velvet buck. I would like to kill one. Um, I've actually got one this year that the last picture I've had of him, it was like four or five days ago, but he's still velvet up until this point And we're...
0: It's weird. We're... Not far ten, from season. 10 days away from season. So I'm kind of hoping he holds his velvet, but... That'd be cool. If you're, if you are going to go kill a whitetail in velvet, what state would you try to go to? <clears throat> Probably North Dakota. I think. Same. I don't think I'd go east.
1: Yeah. I mean, Kentucky would be fun, but I don't know. I'm just something about... North Dakota is somewhere I'd I never think Eric has about.
0: a permission piece in Kentucky that he'd go every year.
1: What are we What are we doing sitting have you, here? <laughs> have you ever heard about it? I I think you talked about it on a podcast. Okay,
0: that's the only time. Yeah. It's like what Eric? He's like, oh yeah, She just doesn't talk about those things. It's like I,
1: I think we're taking a September <laughs> trip next year, right?
0: <laughs> we should. That'd be fun. I don't really have like a like that good of a, like they got away story, like. But you know, it's like. You you think about, in hindsight, what you could have done differently. Yours would have been just, like, wait him out instead of trying to push it. Yep, sit there. You know, I had more of a season-long back-and-forth of the good buck that I ended up finding dead, I I believe, from EHD. I'm not 100% sure, but that's where I'm leaning. That's what makes the most sense. And I, I don't know. I don't feel like – I don't know what I could have done differently. It just was kind of like the cat and mouse.
1: Yeah, put, you were close on him a couple times. Several right? times.
0: Several times. But it's – uh. You're kind of playing the odds, right? You're just, you know, it's a wild animal. You sit there. It's the good spot for that wind. You think it's good. And I would see him, but it would just be like, I sit in one spot. I go to a different spot. He does something different. He was one of those deer that was on every trail camera. Yep. All the time. And so I even like took notes. Okay. He's here, 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 and here. Here's the winds. And I look at it and I'm like.
1: It didn't make sense why he was doing it. He was no, doing it's like, it.
0: oh. He just does whatever he wants. Yeah. So, what do you do? Until you know more, you can't do more. Yeah. So, uh, that's the one that got away. I found him dead, but at least I found him. Yep. Got the salvage tag, did all that deal, you know, of course. And yep. I don't know. That's the one that got away. There's several that get away, you know, but like yeah. that's one of the ones you remember. You're so the close. The one that hurts and stings. The one that hurts. One of the bigger deer yep. I've ever chased. Just like that would be one of your bigger deer you've ever chased. That's what makes it memorable. That's why it's hunting. That's why it's hunting, man. But that's what makes it fun. That's why when it happens, it feels so damn good. You know?
1: Yep. <sighs> the moment the moment of truth where you actually get to squeeze the trigger on whatever weapon you're using is... Yeah. To me, that's, I don't want to say the least fun part, but <clears throat> I, I enjoy the process and the
0: chase almost more than the actual moment of harvest. I agree with that. But I, I think that that doesn't you don't realize how fun it is. I mean, it's fun in the moment, but you don't realize how fun it is until you get to experience the moment of the shot. Yep. Because then you get your closure, and then the story comes together, and then... But it's still fun.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like
0: chasing Elk, I didn't kill one with my bow. Right. But man, it was awesome. But if I would've killed one, it would've been an even better uh, right. ampl- amplified story. I don't know. Yeah. Well, That's up for debate.
1: And my, my... The one that got away story I just told, it would have been a lot cooler had he not gotten away. <laughs>
0: it would have been way cooler. Yeah. But two is like, I think, uh, and this will change as I get older, I'm sure, but I just still really like shooting deer and animals. Like, that's why I liked Africa so much. Yeah. You get to sh- you see a lot of animals get to shoot a lot of animals. I like shooting deer. I think it's really fun. Like, the process, and I'm not sugarcoating this, and I think some people like dance around this. I think killing deer is fun. Yeah, like I like shooting them. I think watching a fletching disappear in their body cavity is really fun.
1: Yeah, see, I'm I'm not really that way. I mean, I think it's really fun. But yeah, I am. Yeah. Not, I don't kill a lot of deer every year. I'm, I, I have to. I'm I one just of those people. Um, I don't say I have to.
0: I don't have right, to. Right. I just enjoy it. Right.
1: a Right. I'm one of those people that I might get one arrow off a year and that's it.
0: See, do you shoot does? Not really. So I love shooting does.
1: I don't really shoot does the county that I, I hunt in. Um, I actually got a doe tag this year cause I logged on, on mid in, on mid at midnight Yeah. and got a doe tag for that County. Um, I, I mean, when I was first starting bow hunting, I would shoot a few does just for the practice. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, I hunt when I go to hunt, it's for the big deer and i more or less don't want to I, yeah. I get it and i respect it i get it and i respect it but yeah <laughs> i mean i always get a doe tag every year for the one that stands there at 20 yards and snorts don't get me wrong
0: i I think it's fun to go in like if i see a doe tonight i'm putting meat on the table yep i enjoy shooting the deer and i think that process is fun mm-hmm. and then uh like i plan on doing it as fast as i can this year like if i go out opening day i don't know if i'm gonna be able to or not if i get a shot at a doe i'm gonna shoot a doe yeah like I just think it's a good time. But I get it too. Like, yeah. But I don't know, do you feel like people sugarcoat that whole kill harvest terminology? Absolutely. And and what way and from your perspective?
1: Well, I think um there are times where it needs to be sugarcoated. Um and there Agreed. are times, you know, amongst us saying you killed the deer is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um but you almost borderline have to be a little bit politically correct more or less when you're talking to somebody that you're trying to get into hunting or an anti-hunter um, yeah, yeah. To, to to present the hunting community the best that you can agreed
0: uh, you know like so, i said i so let me ask you this now now saying that you're uh, you're out to eat and like say someone that doesn't hunt and you're t- they're they're asking you about a hunt tell me about this buck mm-hmm. or whatever like, are you like, yeah, when I harvested it, are you like, yeah, I killed this buck? Did you say, oh, yeah, what'd you get this year? Oh, I, that's a better question. So you're out to eat with someone that doesn't hunt, and they're like, hey, what'd you catch this year? Or whatever, however I they... shot. Oh, I shot a good buck? I shot or, a good buck. Yep. That's okay. I, I probably say that more than I say kill. Yep. But I guess... I bet you it's 50-50 for me. Well, I killed a pretty good buck this year.
1: See, and I will say that amongst my hunting friends or the hunting community. Yeah. But I don't, I don't go as far to say I harvested
0: this. Harvested? (laughs) Look at the camera. I'm not wearing,
1: I'm not in a suit, you know, I harvested this buck on November or whatever. Yeah, you harvest vegetables. Yeah. I say shot because I think it's, I think it's a little bit, and, and even those anti hunters, they understand that you're shooting them, you know? Yeah. That's that's the terminology I use. I don't use harvest. I use shot.
0: I have to pay attention to what I say. Because what sounds... It depends on how you say it, too. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I killed... It. If I say, oh, I killed a pretty good buck, it's kind of fast and natural. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I shot a pretty good buck. Killed a pretty good buck. Yeah. It's, I think that's in the same category, right?
1: Yeah, and any, like, like I said, anybody who understands hunting, I, I say killed because I think it's just that next little level. I mean, it's...
0: We should take a poll to see... What, people, what use. people say, yeah. Because I don't. I'll tell you this. Like, I get the harvest thing, and the right time, it's right. But sometimes I'm like, come on, it's yeah, it's corny. Yeah. Just and say, just say what you did.
1: A lot of times, like on my social media posts, I w- I'll say harvest, just because. Such a nerd. I know. <laughs> but there, you know. Um, I gotta go I back we, and look
0: at my Facebook.
1: We talked about it on the Tracy breen podcast that you just had yeah um about social media and that kind of stuff and i just try to stay as polite politically correct whatever that's you fair. want to say that's fair that's fair um, it's a safe way to play it anybody can realistic you know realistically share my facebook post and um yeah, yeah. you got me wondering now now i'm gonna have to i gotta back. go back and look i say that and now all mine are gonna say oh i killed or shot this <laughs>
0: buck yeah, you know what? Like, some of these, like, I'm just looking at the, my most recent one was, like, my gims buck. Mm-hmm. I don't say anything about the shot or harvest. I just say, like, this one, I'm beyond thankful for these experiences.
1: A lot of mine are worded that way, too, where I don't even talk about the actual killing or shooting of it. It's, yeah, I finally caught up with. Oh, or, right
0: here on my sable. I was lucky enough to get a 15-yard shot on this giant sable. Yep. So I'm not, I guess, I, uh. Now you got me wondering. I'm going to have to look. Yeah, because it's so second nature to us. You forget how you, how you talk, how you talk, because it's like, I I feel like we're so in the culture of hunting. Like I didn't say, I don't even allude to a shot or a kill or a harvest in the water buck photo. Mm -hmm. Now, if I go, if I go back and here's my mountain lion, I don't think I say anything about it. So maybe that's just the, uh, maybe that's the way to do it online. Don't allude to it. If there's a photo of the animal, they know you killed it.
1: Right, clearly.
0: Yeah, now you got me curious. I'm going to look at. It's an interesting my conversation, post. right? Let's go. Um, let me pull up a. Let's just let's see. Let's just see what other people do. And this is just quick off the cuff conversation. Let's go. We'll go to the Jury Outdoors Facebook page. Shout out to Drury Outdoors <laughs> <laughs> and DeerCast. Um, see, you know, like they're they're showing some of these a day seven year old and a perfect ten ring. Um, Brandon Jennings kid. Yeah, they don't even allude to it, and that, I think that's probably the way to do it.
1: Yeah, and I think probably more people are that way than you would think. They don't even talk to. The aspect of i killed him or i shot him but i, but I, I, I chased guess with, him with
0: a photo it's different though right because obviously it's dead
1: so here in my junk brow post i said i'm speechless as a deer hunter you grew up dreaming of an opportunity to hunt a deer of this color let alone actually harvest one
0: what so. a nerd you
1: are <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay that's very right
1: and to be honest with you on this
0: when, with the, I, the fo- when the photo is with it, it's different.
1: When I posted about Junk Brow, I was, <clears throat> I knew that he was big, so I was super cautious because yeah. I didn't want all the crazy blowback. So I I made sure I worded everything right. You got to. I it's was, just uh, I was more political because it's not like it was a hundred and sixty inch deer, you
0: know? Right, world class. style It deer. gets
1: more attention with a deer like that than a well, especially with like
0: inch-er. Eric's giraffe. Yes, <laughs> you know, I think specifically how we worded it was, Eric murdered this giraffe. I'm kidding. <laughs> and we, you know, we were very thought, yeah. thought out on it. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, it's because uh, that's like CNN category type of animal.
1: That's a little different than even uh, a 200 inch yeah. white tail.
0: We nicknamed this giraffe Jeffrey, <laughs> and <laughs> Eric hit it with a subpar. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like no, we're it's very ethical and. and you know that's a that's a a chance for education yep. for a lot of people who aren't familiar with yep. it. You know, even hunters. Yeah. You know, because that's so out of the box from <clears throat> yeah. from what you normally a, a see. A giraffe, <laughs> a giraffe. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great conversation. Yeah, is it beat down? Is this beat down conversation a little bit? Maybe the angle. I think we're it's taking had on. a lot, but I think it's important. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I don't know. I, I think education is our biggest advocate for what we do 100%. So, I I'm always <clears throat> it, it's it be, it's the if, same in agriculture. 1% of all people in the agriculture industry or the hunting industry are what give the 99%ers the bad name. Definitely. It's the 1% of people who don't do things right that more I don't want to say ruin it, but but give us a bad name. Yeah. So I think and those speak louder. For so sure. You're and right. Everything I can do to promote hunting, as politically correct as I can, more or less. Yeah, um, with still being true about it, I, I do because I think I get that the more of us ninety nine percent that speak louder and more proper, and the
0: better the outlook is. The for better our The better the outlook,
1: and and I know. I mean, obviously, you guys are rough cut, raw. See, but we get a, we get
0: so we get. I don't know what the percentage breakdown would be. But that's like if we hear something negative about our crew, that's what it's about. Yeah. Like you're drinking beer and cussing and whatever,
1: but. Right.
0: I'm just doing what we all do.
1: But there's nobody more. Eth- yeah, we all do it. But, you yeah. know, as I've become closer friends with you guys, there's not a, a group of friends that I've had that's, you know, all my friends that I've ever hung out with are ethical. They don't do any, you know, they don't poach. They don't do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are, I mean, as true to that as anybody
0: you know. Yeah, I'd say like maybe if you don't know us it's a misconception that we're reckless. Right. Like in decision making when it comes to hunting I think not so reckless. Conversational wise we care a lot less. Right. Because it's different. And you look like a felon. I look like I have a felony. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite joke. I made that joke in Africa cuz they like they're like what's up with the tattoos? I'm like I did some time. <laughs> and then he's like I was like, I'm just kidding. And then, but that did, like my sarcasm didn't really like translate yeah. well over there. And I'm like, oh, this isn't this joke <laughs> isn't going as planned. It's <laughs> like so, I never went to jail for the record. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm good. Clean record. Yeah. Can and can own and can shoot a firearm. Correct. Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but it's funny I said that. He's like, oh really? What'd you do time for? And then I'm just like, I'm kidding. Before this goes any <laughs> further, <laughs> not a felon. But Speaking of which, I think I'm going back with a rifle, my second ever rifle hunt to try and fill my elk tag.
1: You got to. Yeah. Especially with Wyoming changing that. Um, I think they changed it to like less percentage of tags are delegated to out of state.
0: Yeah, I've people. been seeing some of that. And I I, th- I don't think it's for elk and deer.
1: Okay. But with point creep, you
0: know. there's point creep is
1: Realistically, a real- you could, because you drew with four, right? I think, and Austin had four and didn't draw.
0: Four, four or five.
1: Right, because I, I think Austin four had four. four was 50-50,
0: five was 100%.
1: Okay, because I knew Austin had ah, four and didn't draw.
0: Don't quote me on that. That might be wrong. Right.
1: <clears throat> but, you know. Could by be the six time, years for a draw again. Right, by the time you get more points, it's six years, you know. And yeah. <laughs> you can't let a tag like that go go un, unharvested. And I was the same with mine when I killed my elk in Wyoming.
0: I got no shame.
1: I shot mine with a rifle because
0: I'm not, <laughs> I'm not burning all that money to take a trip. And I'm actually looking forward to it. I that's, think you should shoot the cowboy gun. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to like get a thirty 30 trey has got a 30 30 He's like, I'll try and shoot one with that. But I, it's almost good for you to do a hunt like that every so often. It's fun to change it up. Because it's been four or five years since I shot a deer or an animal Anything. with a rifle. Yep. So that's like probably a good cycle to be on. Yeah. You know, keep you updated with it. and It's fun, too. Yeah. It's different.
1: Yep. Different than running an arrow through one.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. Might get some crap for it, but that's okay. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah.
1: you, don't, you don't come off as the kind of person who cares what people think of you, Kurt. Why is that? <laughs> Just the way you talk and, oh. and you say it literally all oh. the time. Oh, yeah. I, I don't re- care
0: what people you say. You mean my about neck, me. neck tattoo, right? That, that's what you were saying <laughs> yeah, without saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I see where you're going. And please, in a cult, and he's yeah. over here giving me crap about yeah, my neck yeah, tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this conversation was fun. The one that got away. Harvest, kill, shoot conversation. Always good to have, probably. Yeah. And uh, it's fun to have these
1: relaxed, just kind of BS podcasts every once in a while.
0: I like the open minded, just see where it goes. Cause you always get into like those little tidbits that are like a, a good debatable
1: rabbit trail type stuff.
0: Rabbit trail. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks. Where can people find you in your cult?
1: <laughs> um, just so you guys know, I'm not in a cult. I am not a cult leader. It's kind of a cult. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Lee, her, I think on both of them. I don't really know what my or if
0: you is. thought you liked Lee, just look at the other forty podcasts we've done with them <laughs> in the last two months.
1: Oh, I haven't been on that many. I did. This is my third DeerCast one. I've sat in on one WCB other than mine. I think the Tracy Breen one that just is going to get posted here. Yeah, it'll be
0: yeah as in real time like tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. But who knows when this one will get
1: right? Posted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. So podcast, podcast
0: land is different than real, lot, real land, you yeah. know. Not to be confused with Taylor land. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> is that stupid? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty corny. <laughs> okay, well, a lot of things going on hey, here with it's our pod. corn. It's corn. All right, guys, we're getting out of here. This is getting out of hand. You know what to do. Go shoot a giant. Thanks for tuning in, watching, and listening. Later.